Hey, hey, hey. Hi, y'all. What it do? What it do, you guys? Welcome to Views from Janessla. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Such a mess. How are you, Mo? I'm good. It's Friday, so I feel amazing. Yes, it's amazing. Friday. And it's March 1st. March 1st. Women's History Month. I think it's Social Worker. Yeah, Social Worker Awareness Month. Child's Awareness. Okay, okay. All right. (laughs) We was was going there for. Yes, we were going. How are you? I'm doing good. I am. I'm doing good. This week was was really good as well. Um, I'm reading a book right now. Well, devotional, emotional, healthy spirituality. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were telling me about that, yeah? Yeah, it's really good. It's just all about um, staying in the moment and always knowing God is with you throughout the whole day. Amen. Just like in the mornings, Hallelujah. but that, you know it has check ins like in the morning and the evening. Mm-hmm. So it was really good so far. You know, I'm testing it out. I'm liking it. I'm liking it a lot. Yay! How are you? Um, my week was good. Um, working with my clients and right. all this stuff. Um, still awaiting final word for you know out of state. Um, okay. official, 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 <laughs> official out of state. Like so, um, still waiting that. And then let me tell you something. I, I, so I text you yesterday. I want to say okay. And I was telling you how I don't know if I'm paying attention to God. Mm. Or what? But listen, listen, listen. Some things have been happening and I am just... Like, I, I did a couple Tootsie Rolls, and I can't really do cartwheels, right? So that's how I praise I it. Cannot, I do a Tootsie Roll. Listen, the Lord loves me anyway, okay? Cartwheels. I haven't done a cartwheel in God knows how long. My bones won't handle it, and I won't do it. No. So I won't. Mm. No. <laughs> um. So, yeah, so this week, I mean, I was just look, thinking of the goodness of the Lord and how all of my friends are being blessed. And one of my, um, I wouldn't say close friends, but we're friends online or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've met her a couple times in person okay. and she uh, announced that she's having a baby and she's Aww. been trying so long. Her and her husband have been trying so many okay. times and they just wouldn't happen. And, you know, I um, I had actually bought her baby clothes last year okay. and um, I just stored it away. Just, you know, uh, uh, keeping faith that, you know, eventually I can give it to her. And then so um, on her birthday, she posted it. She was like, I couldn't wait to tell you. And I'm like, yay! I was so excited. Like, I mean, literally Tootsie Rolls and just like <laughs> having a good old time. Um, but yeah, that that's, listen, God has been showing up and showing out, you know. I love it. I love it. So I, I just thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Lord, and you come timing. in clutch. It's yes. It's always perfect. So if you need a miracle, I'm just saying, DM me. <laughs> out here with the sauce. Okay. I know, I know the way maker. Okay. We got Personally. a relationship. <laughs> Okay, that's my dude. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, all right, so listen. This mm. week, let's jump into cuts from the culture. Okay, cuts, 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 I don't cuts. even know where to start. <laughs> Who are we starting with? Um, Should we start low? Yeah, low first. So low. Okay. So Monique has been trying to stay away from social media. Yes, guys. And. <laughs> If you guys have our team iPhone, which you should because that's the work of the Lord. Um, if you are team <laughs> iPhone, they have the screen time on your phone. Yes, they so, do. Um, and you can set it to, okay, I only want to spend three hours on my screen for Instagram, right? Yes. 
So, but the issue is. Yes. What's the, the issue? The <laughs> issue is that sometimes your apps are still running when you're not on it. Because <laughs> I have put myself for a limit because my screen time was ridiculous. When they started sending me the reports, I'm like, oh, no, Monique. Like, all this time, you know, how much you could be doing. And once I started putting myself on a limit, I really saw a drastic yeah. difference in how productive I was. Yeah. And then, and I also have moved Instagram because it's like my 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 finger it, it finds it, it. Finds yeah, it. Finger finds it. So you know what I did? I yeah. switched and I put the Bible app. Okay. Where That's Instagram smart. Used to be. That's smart. Yo, you don't know I how like many that. times I open up the Bible app. <laughs> like it, it's so like my thumb is trained. Like it knows. So yeah, it has a it has a, a screen time thing. So yeah, basically that's where I started. And it's so funny because Shay Room has once a week <laughs> where it the says the most out of pocket tweets for the week, <laughs> which is like so true. And it says nobody like you didn't ask an Apple screen time. It's because you always on that phone. <laughs> And I'm just like, this is my life. Why are they coming for me? Like, why are they coming for me? But I'm improving. Oh. Now I've been so productive. I put my limit. So once it's done, it's done for the day. Ain't no more. So now you know, though, to actually not just leave Instagram, but actually close, close the it. app. Absolutely. Because so it's not still it'll still, running. yeah, keep running it as if you're so on there. Close it, y'all. Close but it, yeah, y'all. close close the app. Um, What else happened? Um, There is one thing. Uh, Tony Harris makes history as the first female athlete to receive a full Football, that's American football scholarship. Yeah, Yeah, like that is incredible. I didn't even see what school, what college is she going to? Oh, she picked one. Uh, Was it just a scholarship by? So she got the scholarship, played the last two seasons at the community college before being offered a scholarship by Central Methodist University. Um, So I don't know if she's officially going there. Yeah. but she was offered. Yeah. But it says that she has officially signed a letter of intent to a division one college in Missouri. So okay. I don't know if that college is in Missouri, um, I guess. but that is, listen, okay. Happy women's <laughs> history, history month. Okay. Cause sis is out here ahead. doing it. No, it's so true. I actually, that's incredible, right? That is incredible. I actually have read about um, Lauren Simmons that she's 24 mm-hmm. and she's a, the, a full-time trader at the New York Stock Exchange. Yes. Yeah, so and she's young, young, right? She's young, 24. Yeah, yeah, 24. Full-time. So, and she's yeah. like one of the only females on there. And black. Yeah, and black. Yeah, and she's <laughs> so, out there on the floor. Yeah, she better go ahead. Out here doing do it. Thing, women. Do yes, your thing. Yes, yes. Um, I do want to talk about something. I think this is more towards those of us who have little uh, younger kids. Well, no, because Sophie and um, Jojo, right? They oh, use Sylvie. Uh, Sophie. Sylvie, sorry. Sophie, my God. What, what did I say, Sophie? Um, Sylvie, sorry. <laughs> um, and Jojo, they, you know, sometimes oh, go on the Momo thing. Yeah. Listen, I cut Jason off. I was, because first of all, I didn't like that he was spending so much time on YouTube. Yeah. And then secondly, so it's, it's so apparently this Momo thing, this demon, we'll just call it, listen, call a spade with a spade. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This demon pops up basically in the middle of the video. So you can't catch it. So the parent, you might watch it for the first five minutes with yeah, the kid and, and it's fine. And then you walk away. And then in the middle of the video, she comes on and she starts telling the kids basically how to commit suicide. Yeah. Um, and, and then so she's telling the kids, don't tell your parents or I'm going to get you or something like that. And yeah. so um, I think one of the parents caught it and then they started uh, posting about That's it. And other right. parents were like, yeah, you know, my kids uh, said that they saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, and some kids have actually committed mm-hmm. suicide from, from this um and so yeah parents and sisters and brothers aunts and uncles just be careful listen i I tell the rule is if you're watching youtube 
I'm in the room with you yeah, watching YouTube. Hear, so okay. I need to hear. Range. Yeah. Cause Jason sometimes put his headphones on. No, no, yeah, no, no. Take it off. <laughs> I need to hear at all times what's happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just be careful. Cause yeah, we did. We actually did send it to my sister. Um, this week, my brother had sent it over to my sister in our yeah. group chat and was like, just be mindful. But our babies yeah. though, our babies, and this why? Why? ridiculous, the devil, what listen, do you get from hurting babies. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Like, why? You will not win, devil. Not today. Any not day. today or any day. Um. All right. Let's talk about what I really want to talk about. <laughs> um. Uh, and, and I think this might be the last uh, of cuts from the culture. Um. The Kardashian and Jordan thing. Um. Yeah. Listen. I. I mean. I don't know. How do I start? <laughs> I think. I think that one. This is a very common thing, I believe. Amongst amongst not amongst people, I, okay, I truly okay. believe amongst people. Because um, I remember them even asking on talk shows, like, "Have this happened to you?" And so many girls was like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. this has happened within my crew of friends. Yeah. This has happened with you know someone that's close to me." So I do think this is an issue that is common. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that theirs is getting played out in front of everybody, right? 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 You know. But I do think that it is a a common occurrence that mm-hmm. does happen. And you got to think about it. Jordan's in college. Yeah. Well, uh, college oh, she's age. 21. Yeah. She's 21. So that would be like a senior. Yeah. Um, so I think in college, this happens quite often. I think. Yeah. It does. Um, and that's another, uh, uh, thing for you to be careful of what you're doing who you're with who you're around mm-hmm. um the type of friends that you have because if i like me and you are friends we go out i'm yeah. not gonna just let you do any type of foolishness now yeah yeah that's that one is, thing right yeah you know she said she was with her but she said so you are cool enough to get in a car with friends and go somewhere yeah that y'all on a different level of friend i don't think you just get in there with an know. associate I'm, I'm not getting in the car with an associate well some people will Okay, well, we got... Okay, y'all, listen. <laughs> okay, go on the gram on our page, Views from Genesign, let me know if I'm tripping. Because I, if we're associates, I'm not really getting in the car with you. I don't trust you to that level. But um, if I'm friends with you, I would expect you to have my back, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's different. Um, but my issue was that Jordan is the one that seems to be, you know being par- or parading around and trying to apologize and doing a, a, a interview of what happened. And mm-hmm. Tristan is being Tristan. <laughs> being third trimester Tristan. Third trimester Tristan. <laughs> That's a horrible. It is. But yeah, he's out there being him. And, you know, it, it, well, there's no I real blame. Addressing it privately. And I get Jordan because she's saying, wow, her whole family's being... Um, targeted. targeted. She's oh. like her sister's 12. She can't go to school. Oh, her brother wow. can't go to work that. and how much they are all getting targeted because of her actions. Right. You know, so I think she was saying that's why she kind of wants to tell her story and her side mm-hmm. um, because of the effects that it's happening. That's mm-hmm. happening to all those that are close to her. Oh, uh, okay. You all know, right. So Got it. Cool. That's my only thing. But I think, yeah, I think that's common. I think a lot of people are judging um, Jordan. And, and I think for most people, they're empathizing with Chloe, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a lot of people are judging Jordan without realizing, like we said in our episode, we were talking about getting to know yourself. Mm-hmm. All of us have vices. Right. And all of us have ways of dealing with our vices. 
And until you come to that understanding of what your vices are, which I think is around this time, this age, college, you start to realize your differences. Right. You start to realize your weaknesses and your issues. This is the time where a lot of it's coming up, but we don't, we're not living in a public eye. Right. Um, this is how you start to deal with, how do I deal with my vices? Like she said, I allowed him. She said, I'm not going to not take ownership mm-hmm. that I allowed him to kiss me. Yeah. You know, this is how you start to realize what are my weaknesses? What are my vices? And how do I deal with them in a healthy way? Mm-hmm. And that's why we're saying it's so important to know your vices before you get into relationships so it could be a healthy relationship because yeah, now look how it's affecting all of them from these unhealthy ways that they deal with their vices ultimately come on here and preach mo i'm just saying that was a word so i receive I, it i just don't think people should judge as much as they should look at themselves hmm. okay mm. all right <laughs> um I, I so i don't really have did we do uh so I had put, um, I think it was this week. Okay, it says five days ago. Um, <laughs> Kanye and this remix to Fred Hammond's song. Uh, I don't remember the name of the song. Uh, but he, so, okay. So basically Kanye does this whole uh, Sunday really thing. It. Yeah, I so uh, so this, I had to research this because I was like, why is he in white every Sunday? Anyway, <laughs> um, so he has this whole Sunday thing, right? Mm-hmm. And he does like the, his version of, the songs and all this other stuff. Okay. Um, and I posed the question first. W- the first question was, d- have we forgiven Kanye? Because all of a sudden Kanye is out here. And then number two is, is Kanye using a uh, gospel and um, the lo- love and all this other stuff to try to get back into people's good graces? Because mm-hmm. I, now I notice that every time he talks is more about, Oh, love this, love that. Or he's talking or he's doing these types of things with like gospel music and mm-hmm. uh, trying to, you know, talk to gospel artists all of a sudden. And I'm just like, I don't know if this well, is. I mean, I don't, it's, it's mixed for me. Cause I think even in the beginning of his career, he did we used to say Jesus walks was a big song. Oh, okay. That was earlier on. The Lord the did say everybody who call him ain't for him. So, that's true. I'm not saying that it is. I'm just saying that I I don't I don't know if it's a new thing because I think that that was a part of him even when he was getting um as he was growing through growing, his going through his artists issue. and everything. Yeah. yeah, I think that was a part of him. So I don't I don't really know its motive behind it. Behind it, I don't know its motive. I can't say I I know it. Um, yeah. So I don't know, and I didn't really look into. We'll play it out and see what happens, but I, I don't trust it. But you know, that's just me. <laughs> Listen, y'all know me by now. We, you know, it is what it is, guys. Um, all right, cool. So that was cuts from the culture. Um, as always, if you guys have anything, please tag us views from Jeunesse on um social media and let us know what's happening. Yeah. Um, all right, so today we are starting a brand new month. <laughs> Um, and we want to talk about balancing culture. This is so this ties in a little bit. Yeah. Balancing culture and Christianity, right? So how to be authentic authentically you, but you know, love obviously God. love God um and live for God. So how to do, how to balance the two. Um you wanted to y'all know Monique got notes. Always. <laughs> First of all, listen, tell them about me today. And Sherelle brought notes today, guys. Okay. She's not winging it. I have a one pager that's maybe is sparse, but you She's know, not being her caloric <laughs> self today. She came in here. I said, "Oh, you got notes prepared. She out here. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> get it, get it, get Why it. Why y'all like this? <laughs> um, all right, go ahead, go ahead. Um." So I think that uh, as we're, we're talking about balancing culture and our faith and how to love God, but also be authentically you, 
Um, I think that it's important for us to realize before we accepted Christ, um, many of us have been tremendously impacted. We've been shaped. Mm. Um, we've been formed by culture. Yeah. Um, and culture has shaped our parents. Culture has shaped our friends. Culture has shaped our community. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it's passed down from generation to generation. generation right. um, and if, you, if we could pick a definition, I guess, of culture, it would be kind of like the normal way um, of behaving and it's shared by a group of similar people. Mm-hmm. This is how we do what we do. Right. This is how we see what we see. Mm-hmm. And I pass it down to my kids like, no, this is how we do this, how us folks in the culture, how we, how we move. Right. Um, and the reason why I, I think that um, it's important is we may think we're authentically being ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes what we are being is what we've been, what, what we are being is what we've learned or been trained in culturally. Mm-hmm. However, it could be, I believe, detrimental to our true authentic selves that God formed in our mother's womb. Mm-hmm. You know, so whenever I think of us pre-salvation, I, I tend to think of, if you ever seen the movie Tarzan okay. or the new version, which is kind of like Mowgli, because my niece has seen that one. <laughs> okay. Mowgli, which is like they were raised up and he was trained by the animals. By the animals. Yeah. yeah. Now, he's having this perspective of who he is by them. He's having a perspective of other humans by them. He's learning this whole way of life by them that if you were to speak to him, then he would say, this is my authentic self. This is who I am. Um, However, he comes to realize uh, later on that he's wrong, you know, and that's not necessarily who he is. So I think sometimes I wonder if God looks at us that way, um, that we're in this fallen world Mm -hmm. um, where we are being trained almost by structures and by all these things that people that that we're born in this sin right. state that yeah. falls short um and we may think we're being our true selves but really we just may only know the self that been trained by the but culture. just like in the mowgli movie mm-hmm. though he's he always had and i think that's true for us yeah. always had an inkling that something's i'm different i'm different you know mm-hmm. what i mean because even in there there's a scene where you know he's trying to race to become like the yeah. leader pack or whatever and he just can't do, do it, it you know yeah. Um, and I think that's just the same thing for us. Like, even though we are in the culture and we're uh, accustomed to certain ways, it's just something that's just pushing you on the inside. That's like, mm, more. it's different. Yeah. It's more. Um, I, I could say, uh, for example, like, um, so my, I guess my, my family structure would be, <clears throat> would be, you know, you graduate and you go out to mm-hmm. find a job and you go work somewhere yeah. right mm-hmm. um and that's the culture that i have it that's the culture that i was raised in but yeah. to me it was always a pulling that's like mm, there's something more like i can yeah. i can do this but hence my executive uh personality <laughs> that i tend to take over like i tend to be the boss you know yeah. what i mean and it was always like a I get that I'm. you want me to go to work, but mm. I'm the boss. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's hard for me to have a boss and be a boss at the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and so I think now that I've transitioned into entrepreneurship, I can see why that was there. Absolutely. Why that was always inside of me to be like, okay, yeah. maybe this is not for you. It's true. Um, I was thinking of balancing. And the reason this topic came up was a couple of people actually came up and were like, hey, you know, we want to understand how do we balance, you know, being um, a part of, they were more specifically talking about popular culture, okay. about um, how do I still remain quote unquote cool and, you know, relevant, but I, I love God and I want to live holy. I want to be righteous and, mm-hmm. you know, all of this stuff. And so mm-hmm. they were trying to figure out 
okay, well, how do I balance this without being corny? You know? <laughs> yeah. um, and so, yeah, so that was the reason for the topic. And in my mind, I've always thought of it as, well, Jesus obviously is the perfect example, right? Because mm-hmm. Jesus was a, not uh, in the culture, but not of it, right? Yeah. Meaning, like, he spoke in parables so that people Absolutely. could understand. So that's like us speaking in Ebonics so that you can understand what I'm saying. And it's us knowing the culture as well. Right, I think knowing that it. We, uh, sometimes you can think being a being in the world, not other world, meaning I don't know nothing that's going on. Right. You and seclude yourself. Yeah, yeah. You're secluding yourself and you're not understanding that, that you, you need that. If Christ didn't know these things, how could he have been able to reach these different people? Because exactly. that's what they understand. Exactly. The culture. Um, so yeah, he never really joined the culture around him, but he remained his authentic him, him. He remained authentically himself and who he was. Um, and because of that, he was able to impact the culture yeah. because you got to think about it like this. The culture really, it's, I don't want to sound like mean, but really it's a bunch of clones, right? Everybody's trying to be like everybody oh, in clones. culture, right? Okay. Clones. Mm-hmm. Everybody's really like, if you're not doing it like me, you're not cool type of thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, I think Jesus was able to um, really succeed and have people follow him and have people notice and be like, wait a minute, something's up with this guy because he was authentically himself. He understood the culture. He understood how to talk to you if he needed to. Mm -hmm. He understood um, your frame of mind or your understanding when he was talking to you. But at the same time, he was so authentically himself that it drew you to him. Right. And I think as Christians, that's something that we should um, try to do as well is because we're in the culture, but I, you want to draw the people to you and to Christ. Well, not to you, excuse me. You want to draw the people to Christ because you are, are representing Christ. You don't want them. You don't want to be drawn to them and become like them. If that makes sense. Um, I think it does. I think that, um, why so many of us, and I don't, I don't exclude myself either. Um, in this is that, Christ knew something that we did not know. Uh-huh. And and that's why I think that, not saying we don't know, but that we may have struggled with is he has this understanding of God and his acceptance for who he is that we a lot of times are taught culturally to find in people. Mm. We are taught culturally that our, our parents might be putting it in our brain over and over. And if you do not follow this, you are not accepted. Mm -hmm. You are not loved. You are, you, you're looked at as a certain way. So instead of walking in our authentic self, like Christ did, because Mm -hmm. the father accept him, loved him and and informed him of who he is. Mm -hmm. We walk more in this false short state um, for acceptance, for love, for identity. Yeah, absolutely. I think for me, uh, I'm just using myself as, as an example. Um, one of my growth spurts, I guess you can say, in Christianity mm. um, was when I truly, and I, I, I've talked to you about this, became vulnerable. And and I tell my kids this all the time. Like, I talk in Ebonics when I talk to the Lord, right? Because I like it's just authentically who I am and how I how I speak. I have a Southern twang. I talk in Ebonics sometimes, <laughs> you know. Um, and, southern twang. Right. <laughs> so I found that I grew more in my relationship when I was just who I am with God. And that's the flaws and all and everything. Um, like you were saying, if you're like, you know, growing up um, and you're you're taught a certain way, you're taught to be a certain way and you can't authentically be who you are, yeah. it stunts you, it right? Does. It really stunts you. Yeah. So I think if you are, for those of us who are, grew up in like the, you know, hip hop culture and, you know, you, you have this 
swag about you, facts, right? Facts. Um, I think that swag can be used for the glory of God. I think it Absolutely. can be used, like, for example, if you're an artist, how do you use your artistry to glorify God? If you are a journalist, if you are a stay-at-home mom, if you are a banker, how do you, are you good at math for some strange reason? I don't know why you would be good. Why? Come on. God bless your heart, God okay? Because listen, man. <laughs> um, but if the, that's your the, listen, if that's for you, then how do you use that to glorify God? How do you use the culture that you understand that you know to glorify God in it? Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think I wrote down the issue comes when we uh, when we can't differentiate you from the culture. I think that's what an you issue. Mean by that? So if like if I see um, two gangsters, I don't know looking people i don't i don't even know that's a bad example um okay if i'm looking for from afar like there's two people that uh, i don't know like uh just stereotyping yeah um each way i turn this is a stereotype okay each way but if i can't tell the difference between you are a christian and this is an unsaved person that doesn't know christ or has rejected christ i think that's an issue okay you see what i mean okay so I think that's where the problem comes in because that's where people often get I'm I'm I don't want to be so Christian that I'm not relevant mm-hmm. but then I don't want to be so relevant that I'm not Christian or that I'm that I'm not transformed that I'm so worldly, you know. Yeah. What's the what's the what's the it's in the Bible. I think it's scripture. Well, that you so earthly good that earthly you're earthly minded that you're not no, no, heavenly minded that you're no earthly, earthly good. good. Yeah. yeah, something like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. <laughs> what <laughs> mm. what yeah. is happening there? We're going to explore that in a few. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> it's just that you so, oh, I got to speak to the Lord. I got to do this to the Lord. It's just like. Right, you don't want to be that. Okay. That's honestly. And I think that it's a very, I think a lot of people have experienced that. That's whack. And I think it's been taught that, like, I have to abandon all these things. Like, I, when I'm looking at the Bible and I'm looking at Christ as our example, although it's Jewish, he was very still involved in some Jewish things. Right, you know what I course. mean? Like, as a culture, that was his culture. Like, he still was involved in these things. However, the culture didn't have precedent over the father. Right. Although he, although the culture, he has one point where it says he would wake up early in the morning to have solitary time with God. And the disciples came like, where have you been? The people are waiting for you. You know, they, they, you already healed all of them. Now they woke up the next day. They're waiting for you. And he's like, okay, we have to go to the next city. And they're like, excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, like culturally, this is what we've been taught. You know, the people want this. Right. This is what you have to do. You know, your parents want this right. for you to be a doctor. This is what this you got to do. do. Right. You know, you've learned that. But he's saying, but I spent time talking with my father today and this is what he wants. Exactly. So exactly. it's not that I'm not Jewish. It's not that I, I may not partake in some Jew things and, and festivities or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I follow the father and what he says has more precedent over what the culture may say. And it's not to say all things in a culture is horrible mm-hmm. or anything like that, but it's having an understanding from Christ's pers- from God's perspective, right. Father's perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. What you got? So what I was thinking a lot of times um, that happened is com- our conformity, which a lot of times that's what's, what's happening is we are conformed to the patterns of our environment. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and we may even be introduced, I think at times a picture of God from our environment. Mm. 
and from a cultural perspective mm-hmm. more than from his perspective. For example, I may be introduced to Sherelle from a different person's perspective mm-hmm. than from me being introduced to Sherelle from Sherelle's perspective. And I have a relationship with Sherelle. Right. Um, and the thing, unfortunately, that may happen is what I may learn about Sherelle may be incorrect from mm-hmm. another perspective mm-hmm. yeah. then I'm learning Sherelle for, for me hand, yeah. or or if I might walk in let's say I walk in Sherelle and you're having a moment or something I might take that isolated moment mm-hmm. not knowing a full story or anything of that nature and miscon- have a misconstrued um, opinion or view of you right so I think in a sense of culture we have to be very aware do we know God for who he is first, or do we know him from a perspective of mm-hmm. our culture? Because I think that a lot of times, and I may be wrong, but coming from a Haitian background, a lot of times how God was introduced or salvation was introduced was get out of hell. Right. It's mm-hmm. very fear-based. And it was just like, you better accept yeah. him before you got hell. I remember when Haiti had its earthquake yeah. and CNN was there, and this guy is like bawling, crying. He lost everything. And they're like, you better accept Christ now. You know what I mean? Or you're going to go to hell. And it was just like, yeah. that's such a limited perspective of him. Yeah. And so that's why so many people may come in with a motive with to God mm-hmm. of, okay, I accept the Christ and I'm done. Yeah. And and you and miss it's a whole new journey. You a miss a whole new so much thing that's happening. You know, so I think it's so important that um as we grow to learn authentically who we are, mm-hmm. we have to start at this relationship with God. Yeah. Um absolutely. to truly know who we are. And I think instead of simply presenting salvation, um we just understand that salvation is a byproduct of this relationship that God originally just desired with us. Mm-hmm. Originally that his love for us was so deep and and how much he valued us and how much he wanted a relationship with us and create this family yeah. that he desired. And, and salvation is a byproduct of this love and this heart that he has for us. Absolutely. You know, I think that. And you build that relationship by quality time. You build that relationship by spending time in his word. I can't tell you how many people I know that, you know, call themselves Christians and want to have this relationship with God and see other people growing. And they're like, gosh, you know, I want to do that. I want to be like that. But then they're like, have you opened your Bible? You know what I mean? <laughs> have you, you know, have you prayed? Have you, and maybe you don't know how, I mean, and yeah. it's nothing to ask someone, how do I, pr- how do I pray? How do I talk to God? You know, it's hard for me to talk to somebody. I feel crazy. You know, how do I talk to somebody? I'm not, who doesn't necessarily quote unquote, talk back to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or some people who read the Bible and legit are like, bruh don't get it i'm a lost what <laughs> what are you talking about like you know you were in the desert for 40 years who walks for 40 years like you know this? what i mean <laughs> like you might wow. get lost yeah. um but it's nothing to ask help ask yeah. i was reading today um in the book of ruth and oh gosh i wish i took my i didn't bring my book um mm-hmm. i was reading well i take notes because i really <laughs> be in my bible i really love the bible you guys yes. i listen y'all think the shade room is juicy yeah. you need to crack open your bible Fact. um <laughs> and you know i should record the bible one day in my voice i think it'll be like <laughs> popping because like it's it's hype when i read it anyway um but i was reading the book of ruth and uh ruth chapter 2 verse 4 uh 15 is where Boaz was basically telling her to follow behind the women in his field mm-hmm. um, and to uh, stay close behind them yeah. and to, you know, pick up what they're what, what glean from them. Um, and she, he was saying, you know, don't go to other people's um, fields or whatever. And the whole, uh, from my understanding or revelation of my uh, 
what I got from it was, you know, to stay close behind those who you see are growing, those who you see are, um, are, are glorifying God. And I'm not just talking about in clothing or in okay. words, but like in their daily, everyday life on their Instagram, on their Facebook, when you see them at ShopRite, when they have their bonnet on at the wall, Walgreens, you yeah. know, they are glorified. Listen, that was me this morning. They are glorifying God at all times, like to, to stay close to those people and glean from them and see, you know, how are they building their relationship with God and how are they growing? I'm thinking a person may ask, what do you mean by glorifying God? What does that mean? So I know what it looks like. Well, I guess you guess what you were saying. That, I yeah, guess, so. so you could see what what does glorifying. I'm not saying walk through Walgreens talking about some bed. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying that. Okay, I'm not saying but to I, wear. But do, but may have that may have been presented if you grew up in a Haitian church. That may have been yeah, presented as, as this is what glorifying God looks like, as opposed to Christ likeness, right. as opposed to God, Jesus was for show, not walking around. I'm just doing miracles it. every day you all seen day me, you've seen the father so is it really like glorifying god or you see this person becoming more and more christ-like in their in their ways wait what do you mean Repeat that, that i'm saying that we may have we may have been presented that that is a person that is growing and that is the person you should follow of what you're saying um no not necessarily this I mean, like, for, so in life, life throws you curveballs. Life throws yeah. you hits constantly, daily, daily. is basically, because the Bible says that each day has its own troubles. Mm -hmm. But if you see that person handling that trouble in a way that is not of this world, like somebody cuts me off and I don't immediately go into my jersey, my jersey uh, 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 stance, you know, okay. um, and go off, right? That's glorifying God. Um, if I can have patience and wait, you know, everybody else is getting married, everybody having a baby, and, you know, I'm out here just planning trips. Um, you know, <laughs> like, I'm having patience, you know, and handling it well and not falling to pieces because, oh, woe is me. Yeah. Um, things like that in your daily life that you can see, like, hmm, maybe I should change my perspective. Yeah. Maybe I should change how I view things or how I view people instead of I'm going off every, you know, few seconds. So somebody looks at me wrong and I'm like ready to fight, you know, yeah. so maybe I, think, I can change my attitude. I think type that, that's what I'm saying. I think that um, viewing it, or if you're asking with, in the sense of glorifying God is to becoming more and more like him. Right. Um, in, in the troubles that get thrown your way in, in life, period, you're becoming more and more like him. You resemble him. You're becoming more and more the image he created you when he speaks of in Genesis. Absolutely. You know, one thing I always ask God about, I'm yeah. like, I really, really wish that I could remember or know or one of the things I really dislike about this whole life process, whatever, um, <laughs> is is that I can't just remember what 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 he called me for like god thought of an idea and he said hmm i'm gonna create sherelle yeah. for this mm -hmm. you know what i mean and then he creates you he gives you a body he puts you you know formed you in your mother's womb you send you to your earth and blah 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 right and you get older and it's like why can't i just remember what you wanted me to do on this earth so i could do it mm -hmm. i think the frustrating thing for me is the whole guessing part like what is my purpose what was i created for like that's the part i don't like like, it's just a um, struggle. I think that, I do think that he reveals it in his time with purpose and time with time. <laughs> you guys should see Sherelle face. <laughs> I do think, and the only reason why I would say it is I remember um, some things, even when I was younger, that I had an affinity for. Like, I love to write. 
I love to help people um, with understanding and learning lessons. But this was when I was young, you know, before all the different pressures of life. Oh, you just got, you yeah. should be this, how much this uh, professional make money. This, yeah. how, this is what acceptable. So now we begin to change and kind of come out of that innocence that mm-hmm. of things that we like to more what is accepted. Mm. Um, but I think the more and more I grew in my relationship with God and I grew um, closer with him, I believe that's when he started to reveal things that I forgot about yeah. that I would be. And I think we've talked about this before where you'll be like, oh yeah, yeah I remember I this. As a child, I think that's, going yeah. back to what would you do if you didn't have to worry about bills mm-hmm. because as a kid, you ain't listen bills. <laughs> what is bills? What, what, what is, is that? that? The lights just turn on. Um, you know, so food as a there. kid, the food is just there <laughs> as a kid. You just dream and you imagine and you just pick up things and you start drawing or you start writing or you like my nephew just plays the drums out of like, what, you know what I mean? What are the things that you, and I think those little clues, but again, yeah. I like processes, but I don't like to go through the process. Yeah, right. I see. Lord, just Mm -hmm. tell me what to do and I'll do it. And and I think that's a a beautiful thing with those who are watching over you. Like we were talking about family last week and preparing. And that's something that I I talk about constantly with my sister as we're watching my nieces and nephew grow up, um, where we're looking at what they have an affinity for and what they turn to. My my first niece is very intellectual. And Mm -hmm. the things that she's into, my brother was watching, talking about the stock market. And she really sat there and watched the whole thing. And she's like, so intrigued by it. And we're like, you're eight. (laughs) Like, why are you, but her mental process, she's always been this type of person and very into these things that I, you know, we write these things down. So when life starts going left and right, or they start saying, I don't know myself, we say, this is what we saw when, before all the pressures came, these are the things that we saw in you very early on, um, just in your life. Yeah. Um, So I believe just before we could truly love God and begin to balance culture in him, Mm. we have to start. And I think that's the correct starting place is getting to know him. Yeah. Um, And I and I say this in a sense, even in his word it's so very important. We know who is Jesus? Who is he? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's important even to him because that's why he would ask Peter, who do people say I am? Mm. And Peter's like, oh, well, some said that you are John the Baptist. Some said that you're Elijah. Some said, you know, you're this. And he says, okay, now, Peter, who do you You say say I am? And he says, you're the son of, you're the son of God. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I, I love is, Peter would see Christ waking up early in the morning. The people didn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Peter would see him on the mountain of transfiguration. Yeah. The people didn't. So he has a different perspective of who God is versus the culture. Because mm-hmm. the culture was believing as a whole, this is John the Baptist. This yeah. is a prophet. This is Elijah. And we're passing down this knowledge mm-hmm. to those after us. And it's wrong. It's a wrong perspective. Mm-hmm. So I just think that before we could start to really be authentically who we are right. um, and balance the two, we have to know him yeah. um, personally. And I love that when Peter was asked and, and he knew he had the right perspective, that right perspective birthed the right relationship, which birthed the right belief, which births obedience. Mm-hmm. I think everything ties down Bow to, to ob- yeah. do we know, do we truly know him? And even and most of the time when we act on certain things, it's because we got the wrong perspective of, I think of him. Yeah. And, and that's why I think Peter was able to walk on water and the others weren't. Mm-hmm. And Peter were able to do certain things because he knew him. Right. So it's like, if I know you're the son of God, if you tell me walk on water, I know you have power over this. Right. So therefore I can do I it. I can do it. Yeah. But if I don't know that you're the son of God and I think you're Elijah, I think you're a prophet. I think that you are something else. When you tell me, walk, I'm not doing that. Right. You don't have power over that. 
So now I can't imagine how does Peter view himself authentically now that I knew I could walk on water right. versus how did the others view themselves um, if they didn't believe that about him and they couldn't walk on water. It's two different levels Absolutely. of how you see yourself and yeah. your authentic self. Absolutely. So look at Monique yeah. out here preaching. Y'all. Now I'm just saying. Glory <laughs> to God. Hallelujah. I think that's how that was you, a word for real. It, once you get to know God, then you can authentically know who you are. Yeah. And not. I think not not to say you you shouldn't know his ways because his ways will change, but his character won't. So in a sense, okay, yeah, I see what you mean. In a sense, I'll use an example personally. Like me and Sherelle, we've worked together, we've done these different things. So I have an example. Um, whenever I'm running late or Sherelle running late, uh, we have okay, we had an example recently when we had to have the show with Sandy. Oh yeah, Sherelle had an engagement um, prior to where yeah. we, when we when we re- record. Um, so the time came we were recording, I didn't see Sherelle yet, but I wasn't worried. You know, I was yeah. on the phone talking to my sister. I kept talking to her, and I just texted Sandy like, you know, I'll let you know when yeah. when Sherelle comes around because this isn't like her. Yeah. And I was chilling. It wasn't like, oh my God, Sherelle, where are you? Let me call her. Let me yeah. call her because I know her, the character. Yeah. So I, it, it was, it's a trust that's been built. Right. So it's no worry. Yeah. So I think a lot of times when we start to be these other sides of ourselves that we may think authentically, I this is who I am. I really think it's just what we became because we have the improper perspective of of Christ. It's like someone, Sonny could think that, let's say if he used that one isolated incident, mm-hmm. he might say, we're oh tardy God. people. We're tardy people. We're this, yeah, we're that. Late. Yeah. But if he has this relationship with you and mm-hmm. he knows you, then even though I may not understand what she's doing, right. I know, I know she's, her. Yeah, I know her. I may not understand what God is doing, but I know God is good. Right. So even though this doesn't look good, it's not feeling good, there's a trust there right. um, that now it, it affects you and, and affects who authentically you are, I, mm-hmm. I believe. And that's how you can balance between the trouble, between culture, between what mm-hmm. to do. Um, because you know him and you're building this relationship right. with him. And that God's always the constant. He's not yeah. changing no matter what. Um. All right. I think we have some more time. I got more examples. I can go. Oh, Lord. All I right. Do. Monique's going to preach. <laughs> and I'm going to be the amen corner. No. Oh, I want to get that button that says amen that or that hallelujah button. You know I'm, what I'm going to say? I'm going to say amen. Amazon. I'm going to say period. Period. <laughs> with the T. Thank you. I, I am in agreement with what you are saying. But I think that um I think that this is very important in a sense of and, and that's why this is a topic I'm very passionate about. Yes. <laughs> I am. Um because I just feel like this isn't this is important to God because that's who we are when he says, Let us make man in our image. Yeah. You know, so I that think was that, freeing that's for big. me. That was freeing for me to real when when you really listen and let it sink in. Yeah. That God said, let us make man or human, human beings, Mm -hmm. in our image. That means all of that. I know one time uh, we were in uh, Pillars, which is the young women's group uh, at my church. Um, And and, uh, the moderator, Beatrice, at the time, she was like, well, I don't want to say that because it sounds like idolatry or blasphemy, but -hmm. to say that you're little gods or whatever. But it's, it's not what we're trying to say. But all of that encompass is in you the power he gives you his holy spirit you know like he all of that is in you so to think that i can create just like he created just like he created yeah. right i can love like he loves, like he loves. Mm-hmm. i can have patience like i can do all these things and then he says it again you can do all things yeah 
through I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, you know? Absolutely. So he's constantly telling you and constantly affirming you and constantly you building you up and telling you who you are. Yeah. I love everybody know this, so we'll repeat it together, guys. Isaiah 43. <laughs> I know that all the kids are going to say it. Um, but you know that he is, you know, you go through the fire, he is with you. You, 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 in the water, he is with you. He loves you. Mm-hmm. He is like... Listen, yeah. constantly, constantly building you up and affirming you. And once you let those words seep in yeah. and seep in, in the sense of um, not allowing doubt or fear to come anywhere near them, because once those things start to seep in, that's when um, I would say that's when the culture starts to do its work in you. Mm-hmm. So God can say that you listen, you are a smart woman. Yeah. You are a creative woman yeah. and the culture will come right up and tell you, you need to go work at, uh, I don't know what's something that's non-creative. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what's a non-creative. I don't want to uh, upset anybody. Customer service job. Baby. Okay, yeah, that's not really being creative. Um, you need Just to do, yeah, customer service, and like, you know what I mean? Because you need to go pay these bills, and you get stuck in this customer service job for years and years, for and, years. and years, and never fulfilling purpose, and just feeling like life's passing me by when God has told you. You are a creator. You you have all these ideas in your mind and you can do all of these crazy things and these come up with these drawings in five minutes that other people take school years to learn how to do. Yeah. Um, and he's constantly been telling you that, but you let fear and doubt and the other pressures of the world come in and and, and, and deter I, and you And that's from what it. I'm saying. And that's why I use the example of knowing Sherelle. I think that that would help to not allow those things the more you know him. Yeah. The more you know him, the more that doubt didn't come that I knew Sherelle wasn't going to show up. Yeah. I know her. So I knew she's going to show up and I knew it was going to be a reason yeah. why, you know, this, this happened the same way. I think it's vice versa because I've known her. I spent yeah. time with her. So I got to know her character. She's a prompt person. That's a part of her character. Sure is. I don't so like being late. She don't like being late. She said every day for a wedding, you know, these Haitians, <laughs> if they come late, she already going to be married and at the reception. Yes. And y'all will just be pulling up to the church. Yep. And she's a prompt person. I have spent time with her. So there is no doubt. Or even if I do have doubt, I need to spend more time with her. Right. And the more I spend time with her, that's why we have have to spend it daily because daily. daily we're in culture yes daily we're being presented with all these false facts these yes. facts that fall short of what god says about you right. so that's why i think it's so important that we can't just be a sunday christian coming yeah. to church on sunday and then monday through saturday you ain't never talk to god yeah i look at god just look at it like you're building a relationship if you're trying to get to know a boo you're not talking to that boo once a once. week you know, there's you, a good morning text. Y'all texting. You there's grinning. There's a, a lunch text. You laughing. There's an evening text. You talking about him all day. <laughs> Telling you everybody are, about him. Girl, he sent me good morning text. <laughs> I was on a brain. Okay. You know, you have this, you have this time. Like, and, and that's why you could tell the difference between the people in the word of God who really knew him. You could see, and it's not to say they were perfect. You can use David an example. You see the different reaction when David saw Goliath talking crazy. He like my how, favorite story. How dare you talk Come about on, my God? My God, the the army of the living who God. Who are like you? That. Who are you talking to him? That shows how David knew him, and it shows how much the culture and the army who was supposed to represent him didn't know didn't him. know him because now they're like, whoa, he got more experience. Their view was culture. Yeah. He got more experience as a warrior than me. He has this, and this may be true, and it may be facts, but he don't got God. Right. And you do, you have this relationship that, that, that 
other people don't have, yeah. you know, that helps you. And the thing with having a relationship, it gets you indoors that other people who don't have a relationship <laughs> can't. <laughs> you know, so that's why you can't let culture be dictate over those things. It's not to say that, you know, culture doesn't matter. It's just that it shouldn't have it over. I think the same way with the with the um twelve spies that went into Canaan mm-hmm. and all of them came out and they came out fearful. Fearful. Like, oh but my the gosh, two. But yeah. the two. But but Joshua and Caleb, like if God said it, yeah. we see his character. You see what he's done before from our relationship with him. Right. Why wouldn't he do it now? Exactly. You know, and now you see they, they're going from a conformed state mm-hmm. where they had a perspective of God to a transformed state, state because they know him. So I think like it's a word from a conformed state to a, trans- to a transformed state. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory. Yeah, I received that. It's okay? true. So that's Absolutely. what I, I, I truly believe it comes down to when you want to deal with fear. If you want to deal with um, anxiety, you want to deal with depression, get to know who he is. And therefore, you know who you're made, the image you're made in, who you can mirror because you're made in that image. Mm-hmm. And now that affects how you see other people. It affects how you walk, how you do things. And now you can see in the culture what's like him and what ain't like him. Right. So, you know, when people are like, oh, you should fear this. Nuh-uh. That, the culture may fear that, but the God I'm with, nah, that's not that's not what he says. I had a, a, a post up the other day that has, when I'm thinking negative t- negative thoughts just like that, mm-hmm. like, wait, that God didn't say that. So I don't understand why this thought thinking that it's going to run my life. It's a no for me. It's a lie. It's a lie from the and, enemy, and, and we don't receive it. And God it. is not like man that he should lie. So why would I believe this lie? You know. So I think that that's just how you become. I think that's how you start to get to know yourself again. Right. You get to know the image he made more than you know the conform state. You get to know the transform state. Oh, I really can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Oh, before I used to say I couldn't do right. things. Peter couldn't do these things before. That now, once now he was he in can. Christ. He could do, you know, so I think that that's just important. David couldn't beat Goliath before, but he like, I done beat bears. I done beat lions Lions, with Christ. So now, yes, I can. I couldn't walk in fire, but the three Hebrew boys with Christ, they could walk through fire. fire. They know him. Right. Do you know him? What is God like? You know, what about uh, briefly before a time's up? What about those people who have been so um uh indoctrinated into culture that they feel like they can't change or that they can't um uh or or, or they have a hard time changing or shifting over to uh Christianity completely like they still want to be like I'm thinking of the guy that um who still wants to be like I'm hardcore or I'm um, I'm a G, you know, I don't cry. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Still but I love God, so I don't know how to balance like, you know, being vulnerable with God, but at the same time I'm a G. I don't wanna be out here like that. That makes sense. Mm, I need a little more written down. Um, you said that how do can you repeat it? So if I'm if I'm a guy like and I'm from the culture of like really tough culture tough neighborhood type of thing right Mm -hmm. and I grew up a certain way I grew up not crying I grew up not being vulnerable I grew up not um uh being open with people and sharing feelings to be more Christ-like that involves heavily in loving others and being vulnerable with God and telling my feelings to God how do I shift over into that how do I okay you know because innately I feel like authentically like this is has been me 
for so long this has yeah. been me right yeah. and then all of a sudden now i'm required to be this whole different thing like yeah. how do i do that i think one it's not thinking that you're going to be doing this overnight you're not going to go from um being so hard to to crying right. you're not going to go to that point um you're going to take one step forward we do that even with counseling i'm not asking you we we go on a scale of one to ten where do you think you're at right now and they might say a three we just trying to get you to a four. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to get you to a ten. So a four may be read what what the father is like in this area. Mm-hmm. One area. You ain't trying to tackle everything. Right. One area. Okay, he confesses. You know, he talks about confessing or he's, he's open or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm learning that one thing, to confess. Okay. You know what, God? It's still hard. Right. You know what I mean? I'm still hard. I'm a G. This ain't what I do. It's like Christian King who did the New York prayer. Yes. Yes. Like that was a true, like, you're going to pull up on my life. <laughs> right. And it, it's really being authentically you. And it really does relate to those who you will probably be called to. Absolutely. And, you know, it will and it will be relevant. Like, yo, you know what? That is uncomfortable. Then you having someone who never been there yeah. trying to. But it, it, it's, it's just being real. Like, you know what? I do understand that. I grew up. Um, where gangs was cool to, yeah. to me. So when I would talk to the kids, I'd say that, like, yeah, I know about Bram and Pop Roo yeah. and Rolling Sixties. I thought that was cute. Yeah. And I and they were all laughing. Why? Because right. it's, it's just an understanding. Yeah. Like, it was. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I understand that. But as I got to know Christ, I'm realizing, is this really me mm-hmm. or is this what I became? Mm-hmm. You know, in the same way, if I became that, I can unlearn it. Unlearn and it. I can become like you. Yeah. You know? So Absolutely. I think that's what it is. All right, you guys. That was a lot. Deep breath. And and, and out. out. Yes. So um, I love that. So be authentically you. Get to know God so that you can be authentically you. you um, culture. Listen, use. God will give you the tools to impact culture. You don't have to be a part of the culture per se. You don't have to let culture dictate, dictate who God, you are. But, right. you know, it's still a part of you, like. He's still like, you're, you know, <laughs> Yo, that was God not saying, don't talk to me ever. like that. You know, he's still saying that, but he's, but he's allowing God to dictate, dictate who you are. His speech and stuff too. Absolutely. All right, you guys, as always follow views from Janessa on all social media platforms, um, or all audio platforms, yeah. iTunes, pod, uh, uh, SoundCloud, um, Google, Google Play, Play Music, yes. on TuneIn Radio, Radio Olivier, yeah. um, and then listen live, of course, on Radio Olivier, Saturdays at 3 p.m. We love y'all, as always. Yes. Hey. Hey. And we out. And we, and we, and we out. That's the culture. That's the culture. <laughs> That's the culture. That's the culture. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>